We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Those two-star pitches to grade this week, but Todd and I are back with you for one last show before the All-Star break. You're on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. All-star break looming, Todd, so first time in like three months that we don't aren't doing the two-start thing. We have uh, quite a few pickups. It's actually kind of a busy week, so we'll get to those and talk about some other fantasy baseball topics, but it is a rainy, drizzly day here at Madison. I know we got one rain out already here in the, the Midwest, but how are things uh, up in the Northeast with you, Todd? Yeah, if there was a day game here, it would be a beautiful day. It's uh, all good, but yeah... Um... I, yeah, I, I was just doing some lineup work, and it's like, geez, I thought Chicago had a game to game. Why does Rafael Ortega not scheduled? It's like, whoa. Sure enough, it was raining. So uh, give a little extra time to get those lineups in, depending upon your your league settings. A doubleheader tomorrow, and I'm sure that's the last thing teams want is a doubleheader right before the break. But let's get the games out of the way and uh, bonus baseball on Saturday. Yeah, and isn't there a doubleheader coming out of the break, too? Like- yeah, yeah. Uh, the Thursday, yeah, the, the Thursday coming out of the break, there are there, there are I, I don't remember the teams, but there's a, there is a doubleheader. Uh, not every team is playing on Thursday, which kind of is weird, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, there's there's a, there's a doubleheader, and there's there were two, I mean, other than this week, there were well only one next week. Well, actually, there may be two because I don't remember further in the week. But there have been two doubleheaders every day this week, every week this every week this month, um, just due to the funky scheduling. Well, yeah, it has been weird, and I know they're what the Dodgers and Angels are off this Sunday, right? Yeah, I didn't. I yes, they are. They have they have a two game set. I thought it might have something to do with the All Star break being in Vegas. Being in Vegas, man, weird today. Without two star pitchers, my brain's off. Um, Minus two. Yeah, it's weird. We'll we'll get it together. Um, But we just won't submit this show for show of the year. That's all. (laughs) The uh, I think did it have something to do with the All Star game? The you know the futures game. But the the series was in uh, Anaheim, so it's not like they needed Chavez Ravine for some other festivities, unless unless they do, unless they need Angel Stadium for for something. You know, maybe there's enough going on this weekend that they need both venues to handle both the major and minor leaguers. I don't know, 
Uh, a little bit bummed out that uh, minor leagues are off next week as well during the break. Um, I, I was going to go to the Cape, but I've decided not to. I was going to oh, just go see some minor league ball, completely forgetting that the minor league ball is off during the all-star break as well. So I'm, I'm sad. I'm kind of sad that they got the draft on Sunday and Monday. I got to help with that a little bit and just come on, like <laughs> back in June. Come on. Let's, I just hate having that the same weekend. I guess major league baseball probably likes it because it's more attention on the draft. I'd assume this weekend. Than, than yeah. Other. Yeah. <laughs> you reminded me of something dumb. Um, not, not like, most of what I say is dumb, but I used to have a job QAing uh, for MLB tweets, MLB social media, and everybody loves no hitters. Everybody loves you know things like that, but the crew that was on the night hated it because we'd have to put out extra long uh, highlights, and so you know everybody's rooting for a no hitter in that late you know whatever ten thirty p.m. Uh, Eastern p.m. Eastern game, except it's over 2 o'clock, and now we're up another hour and a half putting out tweets. So everybody else is so psyched. So-and-so got a no-hitter, except three people on the East Coast that are still putting out highlights. Yeah, we're going to have great great draft content, but I just wish it was another weekend instead of a Sunday, Monday, eating into our all-star break here, but that's all right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun time to be a fan of, of the game, and I think you're probably right that they probably had to save the field a little bit out there. Well, but it's but it's but it's Anaheim and the in the All Star Games in, in Dodger Stadium. Oh yeah, that is. So weird. I mean, maybe they're having some of the minor league. Festi- you know, there's there minor league home run derby. I mean, is there maybe there's something else going on? I don't know. I mean, I I, I could have looked it up, but it wasn't all that important to me. Yeah. The- the uh, specifics aren't that important to me. I did spot, swap out a few of my fringe. Like, I think I sat uh, Otani and Trout, Gavin Lux and a twelve. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> would never sit those two. But some of my fringe uh, Dodgers and, and Angels. But uh, let's talk about some pickups from the stake league. It was kind of busy. People who were sitting on their fab decided to shell out this week, getting Nancy not wanting to buy some stakes. I guess. Uh, Brett Martin was the top pickup. Looks like he's taken over in uh, in Texas, I guess. Kind of like Dennis Santana, but then he had a sort of a blow up. And so it does look like it's going to be Brett Martin for the time being. The drop here, by the way, was Eduardo Rodriguez. Strange situation going on with him. We'll have to keep tabs on that. Uh, you know, hope the best for him personally, but kind of a strange situation uh, in, the, in the game of baseball. Brett Martin... What are your thoughts about him and his chances of holding on to that job in Texas? Uh, well, you know, they, they announced it would be a committee and he gets the first two saves. And so now we're all assuming he's the guy. And, you know, like you said, I mean, if Santana didn't get hurt, who's to say he wouldn't have gotten the next save? Yes, I like I like the scenario. I, I, I like Texas as a ballpark. I like some of the starting pitching. I think, the, you know, Barlow had 13 saves before he was deemed not worthy of, of getting any more saves. So there will be saves to be had. Yeah, fine. I think he's fine. And, I mean, we're at the point now where you can't say uh, he's not the guy for the rest of the year, so I'm not going to spend a lot of money. We're, we're past halfway. If you're nickel and diming saves, it's, start to put in, it's, it's time to start spending some quarters. And I think Martin is, is you know, is, 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 is viable. He's not – he doesn't fan a batter an inning, but he never has. 
Um, he's therefore going to be vulnerable, but there's a reason why he's becoming a closer, you know, 90 games into the season. Absolutely. That's true. And I, I do think he's a fine pickup, but how would he compare to a guy like Kyle Finnegan, who was second, mm. second highest price guy here our league in terms of uh, shelled out fab dollars thinks it's pretty close. Brett Martin 14 and Kyle Finnegan 12. Uh, do you have a, a strong preference there? Or is it pretty close for you as well? Um, I think I think Martin is the preference. Finnegan fans more batters has already lost the job. Is uh, this the year anyway? Is Homer prone? But that would probably have have uh, and, and is uh, neutralizing a little bit. Although three of the homers have come in the past uh, week and a half, so he was. So now you know now is when regression is setting in. Uh, he was allowing few homers, but the past couple of weeks, he's allowed uh, several. I, I mean, I can, we know what Finnegan is. And I think that to me, it comes down to Texas probably on paper giving more chances. Although, you know, Rainey was getting some chances, but I think on paper, Texas should get more chances than the Nationals. You said Finnegan already lost the job. Was that last year? I, I just oh, know. I mean, well, I guess, I mean, in, uh, in my head, he had it this year. Um, he has only it's one save this year. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So basically he did not, maybe, maybe lost the job. Isn't the, uh, isn't the right word, but was it was as the incumbent wasn't trusted with the job to begin this year. Lost out on the job. I gave Lost out is good. Yeah. That would have saved us about two sentences if I had just said that. Well, no, I get to what you're saying. No, I, no, no. I'm just being, silly. I just, I thought maybe he had it last year and lost it, but I, the end of the year, he ended he he ended yeah, the yeah. he ended the season with it. That's right, that's right. And then Max Meyer picked up for eight. I imagine he'll be the top pickup in most leagues over these closers. But uh, I think Max Meyer day is tomorrow, right? He's going to be making his big league debut. I uh, just saw, you know, our buddy Craig Mish. You know, all things Marlins. All I saw was the quote was he'll start this weekend. I have not had time to investigate it any further. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's only you know Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Thought I saw Saturday somewhere. No, you very well may have. I, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have confirmation yet, but um, I'll have to look for that. But either way, a highly talented prospect who looked like he was going to come up earlier this year if it weren't for an injury. Right. We kind of got delayed a little bit. Uh, is he worth that big ticket price tag? Is this going to be one of the well, few difference-making arms left? Well, I mean – you know, some people thought Brian Bello was right, and look what happened there. So we just don't know. Do the numbers say that he is? Yeah, you know they do. However, we just don't know with these kids. It looks like looks like he's replacing Castano, right? And Braxton Garrett had a really nice start earlier in the week, so he's likely to hang around. So it's I think they're just sick of Castano. Sorry, an opportunity to bring up Meyer, uh, keep him with the team, maybe over the break or. You can use Meyer coming out of the break to give Alcantara and some of these other guys another day because Alcantara, knock on wood, will be pitching in the All-Star game. So Meyer could, you know, if he's starting Saturday, right, he could start Thursday, Friday, next week and and, and, and allow Alcantara another day or two, uh, you know, so he's not overused. I like that. You know, I, I like that idea of bringing him up now. I think that's a good idea uh, to do just that with him. Now watch him get sent down on Sunday. Um, but yeah, I mean, Trevor Rogers is still struggling. Like Brian um, Bay was sent down. Yeah. Well, he, you know, the, the point, the number, I mean, that's how that's, 
the difficulty of, um, of, of, of pitching early, uh, of, of young pitchers. We just don't know. Um, Meyer's a little older. I mean, not really old, but I mean, he's not a kid, right? Or 23. So he's kind of like where he should be, air quote. And considering the, the year that was lost, he may even be a little bit ahead. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to see uh, what's up with Meyer. Now, let's see. On the ninth, he pitched four and two-thirds, gave up two runs, seven strikeouts, four walks. So the walks probably extended the pitch count a little bit. But, I mean, he, you know, he's ready to go. Yeah, 58 innings with Triple A Jacksonville this year. He's got a 3.72 ERA and even one whip, 65 Ks against the 19 walks, and only five homers allowed. And I think most of the struggles for him this year came when he was like around that injury. I think he had an outing. Don't quote me on it, but I think he had an outing right before the IL stint that was bad. And he had two uh, on May 12th and 17th. He uh, gave up six and eight runs respectively uh, in a total of eight and a third innings. So. Uh, looking at it, May 17th, then he pitched again June 17th. So, sure, that's right. The two outings before the All-Star break is when he gave up 14 of the of the runs, of the 24 runs he's given up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for looking into that. Because I knew most of them were concentrated. I know this site, it's um, Rotowire, which yeah. has this information. I'll see if I can get you a subscription. Thanks. Yeah, see if you can give me a freebie. Well, I can get you a freebie for a couple of days. Rotowire.com slash try. Yep. Um, uh, the, the, the siren, the bad, the bad joke police are coming after me. Yeah, they are. Um, no, that's fine. I uh, I knew that Myers, most of those earned runs were concentrated before the injury. Yeah. And that's right around when he was going to come up, right? I mean, as you said. Yeah, I'd grabbed him in the uh, Tout Wars League and thought he'd be up, but uh, yeah, that injury popped up in the way. I mean, to that point, he had a 172 ERA and 0.86 whip in 31 innings with 39 strikeouts. So he was crushing it to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this should be pretty exciting. It, it does sound like Saturday for Meyer and uh, yep. 80%, or I'm sorry, 8% of the budget uh, here in this league. So it'd be 80 out of 1,000. I'd imagine he, I'd, I'd take the over in most leagues, assuming. Uh, it's there to be spent still. Yeah, and if he if he does go Saturday and not Sunday, he will be eligible in the NFBC. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, that could be a big uh, fabapalooza right before the the All Star break with Max Meyer and some of these closers. Uh, Wilmer Flores was picked up for eight. I don't know if there's really much to see there, but then Akil Badu's back. I I have a hard time buying into really any of these. These Tigers players. I mean, Chamber Candelario has been a disaster. Uh, Torkelson, even Baez has struggled. I, I don't want to put that all on, you know, guys to come, but uh, I'm not expecting a massive turnaround in this stint for Akil Badu. No, I mean, what's he replacing Victor Reyes or something? I mean, or taking the, the spot? I mean, he should be a strong side of the platoon. If he hits well, will be the top of the order, although Riley Green's there now. If he doesn't hit well, it's at the bottom. So he gets into that David Peralta, you know, streaming Cole Calhoun, and he's in that range. And if he, Rafael Ortega, those kind of, if he's in the streaming fourth and fifth outfielder range and mixed, and it's up to how he does and the matchups. All right. Well, we're at about the 15 minute mark. So let's take a quick break to throw to a word from our Blue Wire sponsors. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with Todd Zola on this Friday. Rainy Friday here in Madison heading into the All-Star break, but hopefully it's uh, nicer weather where you are, and hopefully baseball gets played close to where you are. Uh, Alexis Diaz was picked up for $5, so people were pretty spendy here. I mean, Brett Martin for 14 Finnegan for 12 Meyer for 8 Flores for 8 Akil Badu for 6 and then Alexis Diaz for 5 I do think he's taken back over as their closer for the Reds. Um now, I think it was Moretta or whatever, Doris Moretta, who got the save yesterday in that wacky uh, Bronx game. How about the Reds taking two out of three in the Bronx, by the way? That's that's baseball for you. But uh, I don't oh. think Ari Moretta is going to be the closer. Right. He's about that's baseball. What about Kansas City winning in Toronto? Yeah. With the, know, just, just nuts. Storm Chasers roster. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, um, I only have a certain amount of brain cells 
and I try not to give too many of them to the Reds closers. So I kind of let you guys handle that, and I'll, I, I pick up the scraps. No, I um I, I haven't done my weekly update yet, uh, so I haven't been, you know, had to make that decision who we give and saves to. But man, I mean, uh, you know, the Reds it seems to be changing all the time. Do you think Diaz has staying power? I think he's probably the better the best pitcher of this of the of the group that have floated in. So maybe he does. Yeah, I think Strickland just kind of. I mean, he's been a disaster. So I think he's kind of pitched his way back out of that job. And, uh, you know, Alexis, obviously the little brother of Edwin. And, yeah, I think they're, I think they kind of want to give him a look in this role over the final few months. So uh, I get it. I also get where you're coming from, not wanting to even touch the situation. Ah, I was being facetious. But, yeah. no, um, I totally get what you're saying, though. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah. the approach James took coming into the year. And that's, I mean, that's been the way to play it since day one is hands off this Reds bullpen. Yeah, I mean, I was taking chances on the Barlows and, and Bednar. I mean, I, there were several guys I was taking chances. I wasn't taking chances on the Reds. Yeah. And that, you know, that proved to be the right call. But those of us desperate for saves will continue to uh, scrape the bottom of the barrel here. Nolan Jones, $3 ad. So he was still out there. I know he was picked up in a lot of NFBC leagues last weekend, but. I'm a little skeptical for him because he had missed time due to injury earlier this year and uh, last year as well. And uh, I guess just not a highly touted prospect on James's list. So uh, I guess I just don't know what I'm getting here. But for three bucks, guy who's got third base eligibility playing a lot in the outfield, I can see it if you need at bats. It's the strikeouts, right? I mean, it, it's he's coming with a high strikeout rate if he's able to maintain the same rate it's barely paddleable but most players strike out more when they first come to the majors so it's all about the strikeouts yes that is true now brad keller was one of those guys on those royals placed on the restricted list but before that he had uh, seven innings of one run ball against detroit struck out eight uh walked only one batter so i know you're kind of a a Keller believer, at least you've, you've backed him in the past. Half, half of the time. Yeah. <laughs> when he's good matchups. I'm a, he's a matchup play to me. Totally. And I, I could see given the state of pitching right now, I, I'm kind of struggling for some starters. Yeah. As a, as a decent ad. That's somebody I'm falling over to, to go to. In well, it's the, you know, I have to check the, the schedule, but he's in the right division, right? You know, Detroit and uh, Cleveland is not, the scariest team you don't want to put a, a lefty against although the, the piece i wrote this week shows pitcher splits are so precarious team splits against pitching is so precarious that we're kind of making these statements blind without actually having any proof but right now the white Sox have the best team in the league against lefties so on paper be scared of them but anyway uh killers are righty so not as scared and then uh, right behind him in free agency last night in the staff league, Stephen Matz. And Matz set to return Sunday, targeting a return Sunday anyway. So looks like he will get one start in uh, back from the shoulder injury before the All-Star break. Would say that's a nice landing, but the Reds are kind of hot right now. So it's still a good landing. I'd still probably start Matz if I could. And, uh, yeah, James picked, picked Matz up. So are you going to go down this path again on Stephen Matz? Intrigued. I was intrigued before he got hurt. 
And um, now, unfortunately, you know, being hurt adds another variable to the scenario, but I liked what he was doing with St. Louis. I liked the defense, I liked the park. Um, so in the, in the bullpen. So, yeah, speaking of bullpens that we don't know about, Gallegos is out. Oh, we got to save this week. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, you know, I'm still on match. But the, the, the thing with match, you don't want to go too in because, you know, he, he's, he's now at the point where he's pitching decent between injuries. Yeah, he's not like excelling between injuries. Yeah, which is the normal line that I use, like with Alex Wood. But, um, yeah, with Matt, he's only pitching decently between injuries. Absolutely. Then Josh, up here. The uh, the police still coming for you there, but uh, Josh yeah. picked up. I get it. I guess I just I don't know. Josh H. Smith doesn't like really excite me, but I I can see where you know plate appearances are king, so I can see where, where that pickup's coming from. And then Matt Carpenter, he homered in the ninth inning yesterday. I was I couldn't believe that. I thought the Reds after a three run 10th or whatever we're gonna uh, cruise to a win but it got pretty close on a matt carpenter homer so he's got 11 homers in 83 plate appearances do we have to start taking matt carpenter and his reworked swing seriously at this point i think so i mean to the yankee the yankees are they really going to be playing him in left field and you know that's that's the question i mean is are they going to give him enough at bats in the field because that's where he has to play at this point um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, well, I Eric Hicks is banged up, but you know, Gallup is still in the mix too. I mean, I actually judge play center. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I, you know, and, and will he keep this pace up? I'm not going to put all that much stock. If he was DHing full time or against righties, I'd have a different story. But I, this is a team, the Yankees, that are rebuilt on defense, and I just don't see it them that long going with Carpenter in the field. Yeah, it just feels like you're going chasing if you go go after him. And you know the plate appearances are kind of iffy. So you know it's been a fun ride and kudos to him on retooling things and getting his swing back. But yeah. I don't really want to go chasing that that production. By the way, while we're on the topic of you know the Yankees and we were just talking about that game um from last night. Castillo's suddenly become the talk of, of baseball around the trade deadline. And Ken Rosenthal had an article today over at the athletic talking about how Castillo's the, the apple of many teams. eye at this point, the darling of the trade deadline, where do you think he ends up? Luis? I, I, uh, I don't know. They're the, the reds are asking a ton uh, apparently. And I don't remember the exact names or I didn't read the names as much. Remember I didn't care to read the piece on, on, uh, I didn't like the source when I saw, you know, the Reds are asking for an exorbitant minor leaguer from the Yankees. It was one of those, uh, you know, click, clickbait, clickbait pieces. So I didn't go for it. But I mean, Castillo, for those that, you know, are remembering the old Louis Castillo, 2770 array, 108 whip, 82 strikeouts and 78 innings, only five homers. So, I mean, this is, this is vintage Louis Castillo. And, He's in. I think he has a year of control, doesn't he? Yes, he's under control through next season. So, I mean, that's gonna. I can understand why Cincinnati would want a ton. Um, you know, I'd be. I'd be interested. I'd be curious to see where where he does end up. Obviously, and I have. You know, I've got him in a few different places, including I have him for like 
like 31 or 29 in the in the staff league. And to me, the way pitching is so priced in this in our league, that's like that's keeper. So I I mean I may not I may keep I may keep the steal at like 29, depending upon where he lands. The reports are that the Dodgers and the Yankees are best positioned to get him, and that's kind of just obvious, right? Like they just have a lot to deal from in the system, and yeah, they have a, a lot of resources, both financially and uh, talent-wise, to work with. But you know, I saw Anthony Volpe bandied, bandied about, and it seemed a little unrealistic on first thought. But hell, maybe the Reds can get Anthony Volpe or one of those really high-end prospects. I think, I think there would have to be whether it be a formal or a kind of implied agreement that Castillo would stay with the team that he's being traded to, and then he could be worth a Volpe or something of that ilk. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's 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 tough for a rental to give up that level of prospect. But as you said, he's under control through next year. Too. Right, right. And, but if you can if you could extend, if you could sign into an extension and lock him up for a few more years, I could ease. Or if you think you can, I can see dealing a Volpe. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe to get kind of that kind of prospect. Yeah, maybe the Yankees are, you know, it's been a while. It's been, you know, there are, there are you know, 10 and 11-year-olders in New York City that have never seen a championship. So maybe they feel as though they need to, you know, appease that crowd. I mean, this is the time to go for it. I Yeah. And I think, you know, they just, well, we're waiting on Luis Severino, but that was a big development. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the results of his MRI? Did they announce those yet? I did not see it, but, yeah, no, that was that was big. He's on the injured list of the low grade right lat strain. So, yeah, because I, I mean, we're at the point where, you know, I, they're going to have to slow him down because of innings and keeping him fresh. And it may just be that this will happen organically. But, you know, the, the lats tend to linger. If he comes back mid August, you know, he could probably get up to speed for the playoffs, but that's going to be a big blow. The guy in our chat, just Bob, mentions, uh, Yandy Diaz, if he's out there, he was not available in this stake league, but he was available in Derek Van Riper's uh, Maki Keeper League, and I got him for five. And Diaz was also out there in uh, the Tout Wars League, so I got him as my DH, I think, for a buck out of a thousand. So I was pretty happy with that, and it's been kind of quiet because he hasn't provided, you know, really any power lately. But over his last twenty-nine games, he's batting three fifty-eight. Yandy Diaz with uh, 13 walks against 12 Ks, 12 RBI. I really wish he could tap into some power, but um, he is at least hitting for gap power, 14 doubles in his last 29 games. Well, as we know, it's not so much tap into the power. He hits the ball really hard. He just hits it on the ground. You know, if he can, he can he add some loft to the swing and still continue to center the ball? That's that, you know, so, and, you know, the doubles are probably just, you know, line drives that go all the way to the wall as opposed to fly balls that one hop the fence, et cetera. He just doesn't, you know, and if, if he's not able to loft the ball and this is what you get, I guess this is what you get, but he has not bought into the launch angle revolution. You know, and Jonathan Aranda too, he wasn't picked up in this league this week, but uh, I saw he's batting cleanup. Jason Cleda actually texted me about Aranda batting cleanup yesterday. And so he's, you know, they're, they're pretty depleted with Franco now on the IL Hamate surgery. 
Jonathan Naranda may be a guy to uh, go out and snag. Yeah, keep in mind, too, that Rays like to play against the Red Sox and they no longer get to. So uh, all the numbers are going to go down. I'm just being facetious. But, um, uh, yeah, the, the Jays uh, slept, slept four games from my local nine over the past few days, and it was, wasn't was all a fun watch. But they lost Shane Boz, right? Yeah, they lost Boz, the IL. And... Bring up Patino, Patino for today. Yeah, that's right. Luis Patino, that's a that's a guy to, to keep in mind too. He might have already been added yep. to leagues, but uh, yeah, he's a good one. It's funny, you know, the Reds swept the uh, <laughs> Reds swept the the Rays at Great American a couple weekends ago, and just weird how that works. And yeah, baseball does not believe in the transitive property. The Rays, I think it was Yandy Diaz who said it yesterday that they kind of like play up to their competition, and I think we saw. In Cincinnati, they played down to their competition. <laughs> Jonah Heim was added here. This is only a one-catcher league. That's why he was out there. And I added Danny Jansen for zero. Uh, I have, again, one catcher, and I have Alejandro Kirk. But if Kirk were to hit the IL, I, I realized that could really be damaging my team. So I thought I'd add Jansen just to be safe. Yeah, now, um, I mean, Heim, I think maybe he's just one of those uh, people just didn't realize how good a year he's having. It, 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 it should not have taken Mitch Garver to go out to finally get the surgery to realize what Heim is doing. So I think that was a good pickup. Yeah, Heim has been the uh, helping carry one of my dynasty teams, I think. Yeah. Jonah. And then Bo Brisky picked up. Uh, he's been pitching pretty well. He's got three straight quality starts. What was last three outings? 18 in the third innings, six earned runs. 11 to 5 K to walk. The K's lagging behind there. Yeah, just 5.4 per nine over those last three. But would you maybe consider Brisky in a league where you're hurting for starting pitching? He to me is a you know a churn and burn or burn and churn or you know pitch and ditch. What did what did Corey and Mike used to have was a pitch and ditch on uh fantasy four and one Schwartz and Seattle way back in the day. Am I predating your listening? Yeah, I think you are. I don't know. Wow. That. Yeah, they, they, Corey, Corey Schwartz and Mike Siano had one of the first uh, podcasts, and their, their thing was pitch and ditch. And they, they always had a segment on who to pick up and drop. Um, and the, and Brisky, to me, is the pitch and ditch type. Yeah, and that's somebody I'm looking to uh, to hold on to long term, but I, I could see it. I think I've, I've picked him up and dropped him. Oh, it's all league dependent, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, in keeper leagues, especially this time of year, you, you, this is where you start taking chances. Yeah, you know, in some keeper leagues where you're out of it, it can kind of be frustrating. But I also love the second half where you can just kind of churn your roster over and see what you have in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who did I – oh, I picked up Patrick Corbin. <laughs> you tried to talk me out of it. and you I appreciate that, Todd. You tried to tell me, like, what the hell have you – All right, um, I'm putting you on a two-week timeout. You cannot be on this pod for two for the next two weeks. <laughs> go visit your dad. Go to some games. You're just not – you can't be on this pod for the next two weeks. I know. You tried, you tried to talk me out of it last week. You said, Clay, come on now. Patrick Corbin. But I have – these are my bench pitchers in that stake – or the uh, staff keeper league. Kyle Hendricks, IL. Freddie Peralta, IL. Ranger Suarez, Michael Walker, IL. So I just – I don't know. I'll probably get rocked tonight against the uh, Atlanta Braves. We'll see. And, I yeah, I am going to be off the next couple weekends. And – a couple of Fridays, so 
I know you have some things in the works, Todd. You don't have to commit to anything yet on this show, but I know you have. You'll be having some guests on to replace me. Ain't going to be me alone, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I uh, I have to make some calls and send some emails. We've had a request or two. Um, no promises, but I'll see what we can do. News just crossing the wire. I'm just seeing uh, John Birdie to the IL, strained left groin. So it was fun while it lasted. If you had John Birdie, but uh, that is on hold for, for the time being. Todd, in the tout table this week, I'm going to – jot some things down but i thought it was an interesting question just what are you going to do with the break what are you going to do with your time i know you know you don't have a ton of extra free time with all the work you got going on during the break but is there something that you like to do during the break to kind of recenter yourself yeah this question was kind of it's an annual question we've it's designed to get some fun, listen, some fun responses as well as some serious ones. The I, I, I'd love to be going to Vegas with Rotowire, but it's not, it's not in the plans this year. I have gone to the Cape in the past and in caught, caught a few Cape Cod League games. Um, I'm not going to do that this year. I'm just going to be, you know, no one's listening, right? I'm just worried that my car will break down and I cannot afford the car breaking down now. And it may have to do with it. It broke down last year when it went to the Cape. I have no other reason to believe it. I'm just paranoid, and I just don't want to have to deal with it. So I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going to stick around, clean my apartment, um, uh, just catch up on some work, and and not do some work. So, yeah, I'm not going to be doing anything special. Maybe I'll think of a study I want to do. I don't know. Um, But normally I do go to the Cape. If I don't go to Vegas with Rotowire, I do go to the Cape, but I'm not going to do that this year. I may. I may. I may go one day. I may decide to go for a day. I haven't decided yet. I will not be uh, in Vegas this year either. And appreciate the invite, of course, and love love hanging out with the guys, but I just uh, I need a little little break myself. And I'm also going to be stepping in on the Rotowire XM show with Mario Puig, so I'll be hosting some some football shows. I'll be able to get up to speed a little bit on football. He can teach me a thing or two, Mario. Uh, but I, you know, I think I'm going to clean my apartment as well. Dust some stuff. You know, you don't want things to get dusty either with uh, yeah. your fantasy teams or with you know your apartment or real life. Well, I, st- I mean, I still have a corner in each room that I haven't completely fixed up from the move in April, you know, early May. So I need to complete that and then just do just do some some standard stuff. Um, I, I have my windows open and my fan on, so I got like papers and stuff that are blown around. Yeah, so I'm not the neatest person, but I do. I don't like bugs, etc. I don't like to have a. Not that I'm getting. I'm actually I'm not getting any bugs in this place, but I'd like to keep it that way. So you know, uh, clutter is one thing. Ugh is another, and I'm trying to avoid the ugh. Yeah, man. I I don't really get many bugs in the house, but I live kind of close to a lake and. Outside, they are just brutal. And well, my old place—they'll get in and it's just. My old place um, was in a wooded area, and I didn't have a—I had a door, but not a screen door, so I had to put up mesh, and the, they—they'd find their way in here. There has to be a little bitty crack in the window. For, I think I've had two flies come in, and that—I mean, no mosquitoes, no moths, and all that other stuff. So, um, I have my—I uh, have my zapper still, but I haven't had to use it. Nice man. Well, I'm, I'm don't ask to... me why my zapper was within arc's length. Um, I thought I saw something flying the other day, but I didn't. But so I so I brought it out. 
But anyway. Hey, I appreciate that, Ruth. Is- <laughs> I was trying, I was distracted because I was trying to load something on the site and I couldn't load it. So just having a little bit of a slight issue there. I was uh, one pickup I didn't mention was Ozzy Albies. He was dropped and then picked up, and he's we got a note today that he's aiming for an August return, mid to late August. So I think he does clear that bar. I know he was struggling earlier this season, but I do think he clears that bar's uh, stash, even if it is for five, six weeks. We're getting yeah now yes. Yeah, so we're getting to that point now where it's easier to figure out your risk versus reward and where you are in the standings and can you hang on and if is it worth stashing a player so um yeah i could see in a in a league where maybe you're doing okay with injuries and it's kind of a bonus and i mean there's a lot of different scenarios but yeah absolutely now's the time that we need to start uh doing those sort of stashes there are a lot of you mentioned birdie there are a lot, there seem to be a lot of players that have kind of like gotten hurt this week and with the all-star break coming up this is the dreaded shut him down you know we're gonna hear i'm not saying it'll be mike trout but he's in the, you know maybe shut down mike trout maybe shut down eloy and some of these guys that are nicked up this is when they get shut down for the entire weekend that's it's kind of a bummer yeah totally and by the way we just had a guy mention max meyer in the chat is he worth the pickup definitely absolutely yeah. um yeah, he's a guy who could move the needle a little bit at least. We'll see how he fares and could be one of the last real big splashy pickups on the, the pitching side for a while. Yeah, but again, you know, it comes with the caveat. He's a rookie pitcher. We just don't know. Yeah, Brian Bayo had a uh, rude awakening when he hit the big leagues. And that happens to a lot of guys, you know. it's. I think Meyer has got a little bit more of a pedigree, yep. or at least he's been – higher ranked prospect for a longer time. Uh, this is not to take away anything from Bayo, um, but I mean, I, I think if I had a choice between Meyer and Bayo at the same time, I would have gone for Meyer because of the longer history. This isn't to say that Bayo didn't deserve what he, the recognition he got, and he'll be back. He'll definitely be back. Big news in regards to Fernando Tatis today. He was cleared to begin a hitting progression today. So he underwent another scan on his wrist earlier this week. And, uh, yeah, so I guess now clear to start ramping up at the hitting. And that was the big thing. He's been fielding ground balls for a while. I feel like I've seen him out in his bucket hat fielding ground balls for a while. But now cleared to hit. Uh, what do you think? What do you what kind of player do you think we get when Tatis returns? I mean, we, he, he's come back from injury before. I mean, we, we know the upside, but we're not sure. Um, this year it's not going to matter. It won't even matter next year. But it, I'm curious where he plays. There's been talk of moving to the outfield, right, um, for a couple of reasons. First, just because maybe keep him a little healthier. Plus, it, the team might be better with Tatis in the outfield and Abram sticking around the infield, et cetera. Um, he's good enough games at shortstop, but I said it doesn't matter. He has enough games at shortstop this year to carry over to next year, I believe, anyway, right? Or maybe not. I don't, at this point, now I've forgotten how much he's played. No, I don't think he's played at all this year. Yeah, that, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, the, the, you know, me and my goofy head. So, yeah, it, it may matter for next year uh, if he doesn't sneak in. If he doesn't sneak in. Yeah, he hasn't played at all. Yeah, that's yeah, – that's, yeah. everything's running together. Um, never get old. But, yeah, so be curious. He says field and grounders. Um, he's, also, he's also shagging fly balls. He's doing both, so – 
curious Good to see point. where he lands. Yeah, that will have some implications on next year where he plays when he returns because, um, yeah, losing shortstop eligibility wouldn't you know hurt him much, but it would factor into things. I think that's about it for me, Todd. I'm looking over the latest news to try to keep everybody updated, but I'm not seeing much. Tyrone Taylor beginning a rehab assignment soon. I saw that uh, you know, Bruce Dark Gratterall's now out, so yeah, maybe like what Ethan. Who is that? Harris. I'm trying to think of the guy who's is this Ethan Harris. I think that is it. Uh, Evan Phillips. I'm sorry. Evan Phillips. Okay. Evan. Yep. I was yep. off on the first name. Yep. But yeah. Kimbrell's just been so shaky that I know they're saying you know we're not even considering a change, and I get that, but you never well, know. I'm, uh, I'm kind of the I'm I'm kind of the Kimbrell apologist, and I'm having I'm running out of rationale. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 a bit. You know, I picked up Grasdorall in a couple of leagues, and uh, actually took I, I couldn't took, couldn't take him on the lineup. Uh, you know, in the Friday moves the NFBC is ah darn it, um, you know can't take him out. But I, I had him in a couple of leagues, picking him up just because of this very thing. Yeah, same man. Well, good luck the rest of the weekend. Are you plugging in a bunch of relievers where you can? I I did that in a few leagues. Uh, where we I had- I will depending upon. My team scenario, and if I can afford the flips, yeah, I will. I will do that. What, what Clay's talking about, of course, is in a short week. If you can, uh, with only four days next week, if you can get some some relievers into your lineup, you can pick up some ERA, pick up some strikeouts, and maybe get a winner or save. Um, you just have to have the the slots of it because you're probably not going to keep them. So you just have to be able to do the swerve. The other thing in Tauris, we have a special rule where um, in the AL and the NL, well, we have the rule everywhere, but it's used in the AL and the NL more. Um, I think it's used in mix a little bit. The point being, you have to keep the player you pick up in your lineup for the entire week. Mm -hmm. But since next week is like half of a week, it's the week where people will scour the minor leaguers and will will pick up a guy because they only have to have him on their lineup for half the week, and then he can go to reserve. So you're you're taking a zero but only for, you know, for fewer days. So that's sort of, it's kind of a common, I think it's done in the mixed as well. Um, it may not, that might not be, you're in the head to head. That may not be as solid in the head to head because, you know, you can afford to lose three days out of, you know, 26 weeks. You know, you don't want to cost yourself a week unless you feel you make the playoffs and you're just trying to strengthen your playoff run, in which case it would make sense. I'm not in many leagues that allow fab redemption, but I am, that is allowed in, in tout wars and i'm a i'm faced with a tough call on uh walker bueller man i i know pitching's really pushed up in our head-to-head league but ten dollars for every one spent in the auction that could be 380 dollars fab so i'm gonna have to think that over because i know the redemption drops from like ten dollars per one to five per one on Wednesday. personally i don't think it's a tough decision but i'm not in the league and it's not my i'm not trying to win the championship but when he does come back, what's he going to? Is he going to? Is he going to be pitching? You know, this is the head-to-head playoffs at that point. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you're going to start a guy that's going to go three or four innings. I don't know. Yeah, that's the way I'm leaning. Uh, Peter Kreutzer said, you know, I can make the decision and drop Bueller if I want, decide to to go that route, and that'll be something I have to think about because, yeah, I think I would rather have three hundred eighty dollars of Fab to work with and improve my team with the rest of the way than just Bueller stashed for. 
yeah, when he comes back September 12th and he goes four and four innings and gives up two earned runs, like it's just not going to help. And, and everybody else in the league can pick him up for the minimum because you would drop him. You could pick him up, but you'd have to spend at least 380 Oh, is that how it works? Yep. That's just not a clay rule. That's an everybody rule. No, that's good to know. I, so yeah, I no, that is the rule. I know. Yeah, this, this is just to prevent people from, you know, you know, gaming the, the, yeah. this, gaming so the system. Up, I don't like drop you and pick them up for one. And put them yeah, back. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good rule. That's I didn't know that intricacy of it, but that's a really good rule to prevent, you know, manipulation of that. But, uh, yeah, that'll be tough because Bueller in the playoffs could help me, but not if he's limited, Bueller. So that'll be a tough call off to make with a fab redemption. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? We're gonna I'm gonna call this a little early today. Yeah, just uh, we'll let we'll remind people that 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 subscribe to the site. I will have a I will have a uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday rankings up. Probably Wednesday. Uh, a lot of the editors will be in Vegas, so I don't want to promise anything to make you know. You know they're on the plane or whatever, but I will be filing. I'll coordinate with them. I will be filing a rankings uh, for the short week uh, next week. Oh, awesome. We'll look forward to that. And yeah, good luck. Enjoy the break. Try to, you know, recharge a little bit if you can. And uh, we'll be back to finish strong in the second half. Todd will be with you with a, a mystery, a mystery partner. <laughs> It'll be like uh, Owen Hart at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. What was yeah. That? I won't be running, I won't be running shouting stone cold stone cold but yeah we will have a couple of people that uh will will uh pretend to fill the chair's void the clay's void there's nothing better than a, a mystery partner a mystery third man you know that just keeps people on their toes yeah I look forward to that you guys enjoy uh, the next couple of weeks without me I think you will and uh if you're at great American ballpark on July 28th or 29th Hit me up, uh, DM me on Twitter or something. Maybe we can meet up. Well, Todd, great stuff. Thank you all, and we'll see you soon on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast.